Welcome to the Dharma Spring. Probably always, maybe not probably, certainly always soaking in the light, yeah? But this week brought forth young men talking about the light or responding to a question about the light. And um, so we've been able to soak in that and wonder about that in particular, but it's not the only place that the light is. It's not just in this koan. And so we're always soaking in it, always in touch with it. But there's a few other koans that come up. The light comes up a lot in the other koans, some involving young men. So they're going to enter in the conversation too. They've been part of the exploration and journeying that I've been experiencing going through the week with this koan. Um, but let's start with this one and then journey along and see where we end up <laughs> as we do each time. Um, so how about when one makes a hole in the wall in order to steal the neighbor's light? Young men said, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> With an exclamation point, there it is. It's kind of, you know, the first hit of that is just like, oh. The wondering, the questioning, um, the, the puzzling it out, trying to figure it out just kind of goes away. And there's this kind of, oh, great. And then I can think about it and wonder, well, what's, what's, what, what does that mean? <laughs> there it is. But that first thing, the first response is just the wholeness of it. It's like um, I see Yun Min's gaze, or I take on Yun Min's gaze, looking at the whole scene that's being presented there. Not only the idea of what the person's presenting, but the person presenting the idea, the person wondering about this looking at everything holistically and just saying, there it is, affirming, you know, the light right here, everywhere. Yeah. In every aspect of this question and the questioning itself. Yeah. So then I lean a little deeper into it. And, you know, what one of the first things that came up for me after that um, is you know, once there's that hole in the wall and the light comes shining through into my space, is it still the neighbor's light? <laughs> or is it now my light because it's in my space, yeah? And so just thinking about how light itself does not choose its shining. It's always giving itself forth, you know, the light prajna awakening you know that light the light of you me and all things it's always shining forth it doesn't decide i'm just going to shine here and not there it's the things that we create the things that we do to partition and allocate and block you know it's other things that make the light flow in different directions the light itself goes in all directions, flows in all places, shines in all places. So it's even funny to call it the neighbor's light. You know, that's just and a story I can tell. Well, there's a wall here that was put up and there's no light here, but there's light in the next room. So it must belong to the neighbor. It's the neighbor's light. I don't have that light. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know if that's true from the beginning, even, because there's the story that exists in the form of a wall, or the wall exists as a story, you know, that partitioning, that who owns it. When you ask the light, it just says, there it is, here I am, right? So there's that experience of cutting the hole in the wall. And in this case, it would be probably, well, I'm imagining the paper walls in a monastery, something like that. That's even more interesting because when I'm sitting in that space in my room with paper walls, I can see the light shining on the paper wall. It's just not as bright because there's a paper wall there. When I cut open that hole, it comes pouring in a little more brightly. So I'm thinking even before ripping the hole, there's the glow of the neighbor's light. Who went the, yeah, the quote unquote neighbor's light. But yeah, opening up that hole in the wall and it comes shining forth into my space directly. Then whose light is it? Is it my light even? Or is it just the light? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> on the other side of the wall glowing into this side coming through the hole there it is in all instances still the light yeah and then you know rolling to the other side of things getting in you know speaking of that part of me that thinks i don't have the light the part of me that thinks the neighbor does have the light the part of me that's wondering how I can get the light. There it is. In each of those instances, that's the light too, right? In the, in the wondering, in the feeling like I don't have it. Yeah, in the wanting to get it before ripping the hole. In the idea of, oh, let me make a hole in the wall. It's in that idea before it becomes a reality, yeah? There it is, there it is. So that's young men. That's the holistic thing. He's even speaking to the places that I don't think the light is. That's it. <laughs> it's right there too. Also, there it is. And even in, you know, this is a question about, well, what about when one? I think it says when one, yeah. So we don't really know that this person's done this, done this yet. Maybe they've had an experience of, I feel like I've taken somebody else's light. What about when that happens, you know? Or I'm borrowing or opening up a hole, or maybe they're wondering if they should do it. You know, we're not really sure if it's happened or not yet. But even in that, just asking the question, all in idea and theory land, that's it. That's it too. There it is, the light, right? So through and through, wherever you point, whatever part of this you grab and you pick up, whatever part of your life you grab and pick up or that grabs you and picks you up, there it is, yeah. And that, going back, that might be the interesting thing just to keep that in your pocket. There it is as <laughs> a constant companion, just to see what it's like to walk with that, yeah. Um, So yeah, those territories, the other territories I'm exploring, a feeling like I don't have the light to, uh, 
that I need to go somewhere else to get it. And all of that um, brought to mind another light koan from Young Men. This one's in the Lucliffe record, and the title given to it is Young Men's Light. <laughs> so it's the one that goes like this. Young men taught, everybody has a light inside. When you're looking for it, you can't see. It's obscured in the dimness. What is this light that everybody has? So that's kind of speaking to neighbor's light. Is that not my light? Is it really the neighbor's light? You know, everybody has this light. Yeah. When you're looking for it, you can't see. It's obscured in the dimness. And then he answered himself when he asked, what is this light that everybody has? He answered, the kitchen pantry, the entrance gate. And then he said, it's better to have nothing than to have something good. <laughs> so, the latter part of that, I'm not going to explore as much. That's another koan for another time. And we've taken it up at other times too, yeah. But just that thing about we all have this light, but when we look for it, we can't see. We can't see it. In the dimness, we don't see our own light. But we can see the neighbor's light, right? Maybe that is our own light, actually. The dimness is the obscuration of that's neighbor's light. No, that's the obscuration that I bring in. That's the dimness, my story, right? I don't realize that that's my light. Because I probably have a story of how it should be shining for me when it is mine. And it certainly shouldn't be just glowing through a paper wall or, you know, in the distant window of my neighbors. It should be bright right here. But when I look for it here, I can't see it. There it is. <laughs> in the not seeing it, in the obscured by dimness, there it is, right? Yeah, in those places that, that don't look like I think the light should look. There it is. Yeah. In the dividing up between mine and neighbors. There it is. Right. And then we have this other. Where did I put it? There it is. Another thing about this light that um the there it is nature the you know wherever you look wherever you grab for it wherever you feel it's lacking there it is um this one we took up some time ago so it's good to have it come back in and visit us here on this occasion uh someone asked what is the inward and outward radiance yeah maybe that feeling of understanding the light just gives itself inwardly and outwardly, radiantly. Like I was saying earlier, it doesn't block itself. It doesn't choose where to shine. It's just giving itself fully. So the inward and outward radiance kind of has the shining everywhere light, right? That, that experience. Anyway, that experience, that understanding, that, that light. Someone asked, what is the inward and outward radiance? Yunman asked back, where is your question heading? <laughs> you know, which direction is that? Where is your question heading? Is that inward or outward or, you know, what about that? 
How far reaching is this question of yours? Then the person responded, what is reaching the light, right? They don't really answer the question directly, but okay, just what is reaching the light? Let me go there. And then Yunman says, if someone suddenly asked you this, what would you say? <laughs> so both of these cases, you know, the person's asking a question, Yunman's throwing it back to them, kind of saying, there it is, you know already, let me ask you a question and you respond, right? What's the inward and outward radiance? Where is your question heading? Understand that because there it is. What is reaching the light? If someone suddenly asked you this, what would you say? There it is in whatever you would say, yeah? But the person doesn't respond directly again. They come with another question. How about after reaching the light? Yeah? How about after reaching the light? Yunmin replied, forget the light. First, give me the reaching. Yeah? Give me the reaching. Don't worry about that light. But give me the reaching because there it is. And that's that reaching for the light that's coming through the paper, you know, glowing on the paper wall, reaching to make the hole, reaching to allow the light that comes through the hole to shine on my hand. Yeah. Reaching even before then, reaching in that dimness that I cannot see my own light, reaching for it, reaching for it, wondering where it is. Yeah. So in those territories of other young men light koan stories, you kind of get the sense of that there it is. It's in the reaching, it's in the not having, it's in the wondering where it is, it's in the stealing of it, it's in the allocating it to somebody else. There it is, there it is, there it is. The light, right? And then what gets another territory they opened up here that kind of, it's an expansion of this territory and brings it in, you know, to other places. Um, looking at young man himself, as I've spent time with him over the years and come across phrases such as these talking about the light, there's other places where he, it's, it's less koanic, more prose-like speaking about things. But when he talks about it, I find myself going, oh, didn't Yun Min say that same thing? <laughs> I mean, not Yun Min, didn't Lin Ji, of course Yun Min said it, didn't Lin Ji say that same thing? That sounds like Lin Ji. Is he stealing Lin Ji's light? <laughs> you know, that could be the thought, his neighbor's light, so to speak. Well, it turns out Wang Bo was the teacher of Mu Zhou and Mu Zhou was one of the teachers for Yun Min, yeah. Well, Wangbo was also Lin Ji's teacher. So just a couple generations back, you had Wangbo teaching Lin Ji and Mu Zhou. Lin Ji talked about the light a lot, especially you know, in our afternoon readings. When you go through that, you just hear him talking about the light, the light of the six senses that has never ceased to shine. It's always here. It's like the whole thing of that uh, afternoon reading could be, there it is, <laughs> or here it is, this light. So it's like, well, Lin Ji's talking about this. And now a couple generations later, through a little wiggle of the, the lineage line, um, here's Yun Min talking about it. 
So it sounds like he's saying the same thing as Lindsay, but it also doesn't. It feels like it's fresh and new at the same time. So do I have to wonder, is he just repeating Lindsay or is he speaking for himself? There it is, yeah. <laughs> there it is, regardless. But it was interesting, you know, to see that kind of connection of even from one ancestor to another when they're talking about the life, there it is, repeating, quoting, or not. So because of that, invited Lin Ji to um, join the conversation today. Where this particular line or phrase, more, more than a line, uh, comes to mind, came to mind, comes to mind. Linji says, there is a solitary brightness without fixed shape or form. It knows how to express the teachings and listen to the teachings. That solitary brightness is you right here before my eyes. Yeah. What's interesting is he, this is part of a Dharma talk he's giving. A lot of people there listening to it. So when he says that solitary brightness is you right before my eyes, each individual person hears that and goes, oh, he's talking to me, right? Just like we're all hearing it now. And each of us can have the experience of, oh, it's me. And it's not like it's you, but not you and not you. <laughs> it's everybody. So there's that one thing, everybody has the light, like Yun Min says, yeah. And the solitary brightness is you, right here before my eyes. It's the individual use, but the collective you of the, the audience, and maybe even, or maybe not maybe, certainly even including Lin Ji himself. So the solitary brightness transforms in that way to being like a singular brightness. The light is all that there is through and through everywhere. Collectively, each of us have it. Well, collectively, we all have it. Each of us holding our own portion, each of us embodying our own portion. So the solitariness isn't off, disconnected somewhere else. It's like, it's the only thing there is. It's the solitary thing, the singular thing, this light, yeah? And that includes the stories we say about, I have it, I don't have it, the neighbor has it. Yeah, all of those things, that's it. There it is. Without fixed shape or form, which means it can be dim, it can be bright, it can be partially obscured, completely lost. All of those, there it is, there it is. <laughs> um, And I, it's occurring to me, you know, looking at that situation when speaking to a room full of a hundred people and you say something like the solitary brightness is you. There's a hundred solitary brightnesses shining and a singular solitary brightness shining simultaneously, mutually. In all the activities that people are doing and how they're responding and holding the responding to and holding the, the phrases and the inquiry and the wondering and the realization of it all, yeah? It reminds me of what we do on a regular basis here, yeah? 
you know, we come to these gatherings and it's like, well, here's a koan, hang out with it for a while, then just speak about your response because there it is, the light, whatever your response is, there it is. And in a way, it's kind of cool to look at our Zoom screen boxes with our walls in between. It's like we're deliberately opening holes in the walls between us to let the light shine through in all directions and to share in it, to not know whose light it is, right? Because there it is. Even in those times where somebody really jibes with the koan and you don't, and you're going, oh, there it is in that, oh. But it's also shining right there brightly. It's yours and theirs and nobody's and everybody's, right? So we have a pretty regular practice of opening up those holes in the walls and stealing neighbor's lights. That's how we get along and make our way through this, collaborating and co-creating, awakening together, right? Giving and stealing generously in both directions. So with all that being explored, the, the final territory that this entered into, at least how I'm laying it out, it was certainly woven into and jumbled up in all this, was actually just looking at myself and the different ways that I am in the world, you know, in different situations, my joys and sorrows and, you know, the easy times, the difficult times, and how I can make all those partitions and divisions of my own experience and I do, and we do, allocate the light to the easy experiences, the joy. Oh, there, that's when the light's shining. But then we can say, when I'm having difficulty, when I'm feeling disconnected from things, when I am you know, just out of sorts and lost, I think I'm disconnected from the light, right? I've allocated the light to my neighbor quality, my joy, my joy neighbor, my um, everything's easy today neighbor, you know, as an experience. I make a community of myself. And I can tell myself again, well, the light isn't in those places, but it is in these other places. However, hanging out with koans like this and koans in general and this practice over time, what I've what I'd say we do is we make holes in all the walls that we construct, all the divisions we make of our own experience, all the allocations that we have done, we undo it. We make the walls between our different qualities and states of being more porous or even completely not there. And then the lights just, we understand it's flowing. It's here, it's everywhere. In the difficult times, there it is. In the easy times, there it is. In the, I'm not really sure what's going on times, there it is, yeah. And it kind of, maybe that initial feeling with the koan when Yunwen just said, there it is. And there was this kind of relaxation that I spoke of. Ah, before I thought about it and looked at it more deeply. Well, that's the same thing I can feel with a longer duration of slowly 
steadily more and more just relaxing into my own being and all the different facets that there are of it. I'm not trying to find the light in any particular way. I'm growing to appreciate the way the light shines differently, depending on the which room of me it's shining in. A clear, open, mini-windowed room or a cluttered, darker, dim room. The light is still there. It's just shining differently. Yeah. There it is. Here it is. Right? It's like um, awakening is always here. The light, Buddha, awakening. And it's not about here or not here. It's just, well, what's it like when? When it's bright and easy. Well, I guess I said it's bright. When it's easy, it's bright. Yeah. What does awakening, what does awakening look like in the state of sorrow? What does awakening look like when I'm grieving? What does awakening look like when I'm joyful? and celebrating. What does awakening look like when I'm kind of blasé? <laughs> there it is, there it is. Each of the times I just have the opportunity to notice, well, this is how it is now. Not with uh, pumping it up and forcing, you know, this is awakening too, and not kind of inflating it and not falsifying it, and manufacturing something, but just appreciating, oh, the lights of division, oh, not the lights, the, the division, the walls, the, the compartmentalizing of things falls away, opens up, becomes more porous, and I'm just here in the field of it, yeah? Less looking for the light, less trying to steal it, and just more, again, appreciating, oh, what does awakening look like under circumstances of delusion? <laughs> and what does awakening look like when there's clarity, yeah. Hmm. Which goes back to when I feel like I don't have it, that's it. That's just how it looks and feels under those conditions. And when I feel like I do have it, well, that's it. <laughs> that's simply how it feels and looks like under those conditions. And whether I'm thinking about it and wondering and trying to suss it out or simply forgetting about it completely and just living my life. Well, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Right here. You, right before my eyes. And since I'm on the screen as well, I'm speaking to me too. <laughs> what about that light? Yeah. Stealing or giving it. There it is. Hours to enjoy. Even under the most difficult of circumstances. So. Thank you for listening. For more about Andrew Palmer and his teachings, please visit bowandroar.com and look for him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.